Moralizing. The theme of a novel, as I use the term, is a summation of the novel's abstract meaning. To me, the best novels are integrated around a single theme, a central, animating, guiding idea that is pointed to by all the elements of the plot and revealed in the resolution of the story. I usually put the idea of theme to my students this way. Imagine the author was walking along, dreaming up his next work, and thought to himself, I want to show the world that this is true. So I will illustrate that truth by telling them this story. For an admittedly oversimplified example, imagine an author thought, I want to show the world that slow and steady wins the race. So, I will tell the story of a plodding tortoise that defeats the quick but overconfident hare. One question I'd like to discuss as we make our way through Frankenstein is whether or not it has a theme. And we can break that down into a few further questions, including... Does it have one integrating, overarching theme? And does it have a theme that is successfully illustrated by the plot? Now, we're only four chapters in, so in some ways this question is premature, since I've said that the theme ought to be revealed in the resolution. But on the other hand, we have some pretty pronounced thematic elements already that we can keep an eye on to see whether they serve as integrating threads across the whole course of the story. And there's something I want to point out about these thematic elements already. One perspective theme is the idea that there is danger in the pursuit of knowledge. Frankenstein has repeatedly cautioned Walton about the hazards of an overzealous curiosity and ambition. In these chapters, he warned Walton that a human being ought always to preserve a peaceful mind, not letting the desire to know disturb his tranquility. And he urged Walton to learn by his example, quote, how dangerous is the acquirement of knowledge, and how much happier that man is who believes his native town to be the world, unquote. Another recurring theme is that of the sanctity and restorative powers of nature. Elizabeth tempers Frankenstein's determination to uncover the secrets of nature with her own appreciation of its beauties. Also, the more Frankenstein absorbed himself in his labors, the more he became insensible to the charms of nature, and with morbid consequences to his spirit and health. Perhaps one, or the other, or in some way both of these ideas, will be the integrating message of Frankenstein's story. And perhaps, though not necessarily, even if it is Frankenstein's, of Shelley's. But here's the funny thing I wanted to point out about these themes thus far. Walton is repeatedly told that these moral lessons are what is important about Frankenstein's tale. But we can sense that they are not what motivates Walton to listen, and nor were they what motivates me. We marvel at Frankenstein's ambition and his discovery. We look upon him as a figure fascinating and larger than life. We want to know about that being on whom he bestowed his godlike power to animate. That is why I laughed when I got to the line, quote, But I forget that I am moralizing in the most interesting part of my tale, and your looks remind me to proceed, unquote though that was Frankenstein talking to Walton, I felt like Shelley was talking to me. 
Maybe the end will justify these themes. Maybe the message will change as we go on. Maybe there's disharmony between the intended themes and the sequence of the story. I don't want anyone to overthink it, and particularly not this early. But I did have to point out that for me, as it apparently is for Walton, so far the most interesting part is the tale itself, and not the moralizing. <laughs>